Introducing a new project in the PTEBB family, Frenemy Trivia. Keep your friends close and your frenemies closer. Join hosts Tim and Brittany for a new podcast in the trivia world. Can you outlast your enemies? Outlast your friends? And most importantly, how well do you know your frenemy? Coming June 2nd, everywhere you find your podcast. Frenemy Trivia, where friends quickly become enemies. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are here tonight to play some trivia in a genre, in a field that is close to my cold, dead heart. I am gathered here with four amazing friends to play some trivia. Let's go ahead, let's meet everybody first. Right over my shoulder, the love of my life, Leah Babe. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Um, I'm doing wonderful. Um... I am drinking, so it was our daughter's third birthday uh, last week, and so we had a bunch of people over on Saturday, and so we bought a lot of um, drinks for everyone, um, kids and adults, um, and so we had a lot left over, unfortunately, or fortunately in my case, because tonight I am drinking um, a Capri Sun Roaring Waters uh, little drink packet, um, and this is a strawberry kiwi surf flavor. It, it is so refreshing, and let me tell you, they need to make Capri Suns in like adult sizes that I can just carry with me because this Capri Sun's going to be gone in about five minutes. So I actually have a backup one um, that I've already popped open uh, or stuck my little straw in to get open. So I wasn't doing too much rattling during the game. Um, but yeah, they need bigger sizes of Capri Sun flavors because these are great. And I think that they have like very few calories in these Roaring Waters flavors. So, you know, let's just make make bigger versions of Capri Suns for adults. Listen, we've been doing the show for four years. We've had every can and bottle pop you can imagine. I have never heard the sound of someone trying to pop a straw into a Capri Sun. So that was my debate because that's what I was going to do. I was like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to um, stick the straw in during, you know, while I'm talking about it, it's going to be awesome. But then when I practiced doing it, it was not, it was not awesome. So I was like, no one's going to want to listen to me struggling to get the straw out and then stick it into this thing. So I was like, I'll just do it ahead of time. It'll be a mixture of heavy breathing and swearing from Leah. Exactly. That's kind of how it was like. Let's, let's head on over to Huntsville, Alabama. Let's start with the queen of old Broadway. Nikki, my friend, how are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, Mike just said, come on tonight for some trivia. And then I don't even know what I'm doing. So I'm just here. I'm going with the flow. Um, I am drinking a Chardonnay that I didn't even catch the name of it. I just poured it real quick because we put the uh, the girls down. And so, yeah, it, but it's it's a it's a white wine. It's fine. I'll, I'll enjoy it. There you, go. there you go. I love the fact that you just have so many bottles of Chardonnay in the house. You just grab a random I, you bottle. You know, I, I usually don't have that much Chardonnay. I'm not usually a big white wine drinker, but um, on Sundays, we usually do a family dinner, and Mike's mom is usually like the big Chardonnay drinker. So I always have some in the house. So we have it on hand for when she comes over. So I'm going to need to go to the store if she comes over on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we got Mike with us as well. It's a couples versus couples matchup tonight. Mike, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Yeah, it's a rare, rare opportunity for me and uh, Nikki to play together these days. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, and I've brought with me, uh, we actually have our anniversary coming up pretty soon. And I just happen to have an anniversary chocolate and sea salt imperial stout from Westbrook Brewing Company. Oh, that sounds delightful. I've been featuring a lot of IPAs recently, I feel like, and which is entirely out of season because it's cold, even though it wasn't really that cold today. But uh, I figured, you know what? I need to go on a good old beer run and get some stouts and porters. And I picked this one up. It's one of these gigantic bottles that you'll usually comment is as big as my head, which it is. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to enjoy it. It's 11% alcohol by volume. So we'll see how this goes. I think we're too old to do the chug 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 thing but <laughs> that was just a sip that's that's really good though mm, that is really good and dangerous i'm gonna does it, does it have a chocolate and sea salty like it does it taste like a ghirardelli like chocolate actually very much so yeah yeah it's nice and rich uh you just get a little a little hint of the salt so it's really really good I, I, i've had a couple of these westbrook ones before and they're all they're always high quality that's my favorite chocolate is like the caramel and sea salt so good you should do s'mores with the caramel seeds all Jerry It's worth every penny. My turn. So I went out to dinner earlier tonight with Leah, my dad, my daughter, my sister, and everybody. Um, and I had a couple of beers at dinner. And then I realized I don't have any really any like craft beer at the house. So I am just having myself a Michelob Ultra Amber Max. Uh, you know what? For like everyday mass produced beer, the Amber Max, 99 calories. It's not terrible. Their, their amber beers at Mick Ultra aren't bad. It's got a little bit of flavor to it. But I will. I want to call a beer out that I had at dinner. It is from Big Top Brewing, which is phenomenal if you're not familiar with Big Top in Florida. It is their Conk Republic Key Lime Wheat, Wheat Ale. It is delightful. It's 80 degrees in Florida, and it just hit the spot. I started off with a, a toasted oatmeal stout, and that was not a good choice, 80 degree weather. <laughs> but we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good old time. Let's let's pass this over. This is the the longest pass. This is a pass that Jalen Hurts couldn't make if he had to throw it seventy five times, seventy five hundred yeah. times. There's a Super Bowl joke. Uh, we're going back out to Australia, Natalie, my friend. How are you doing? What are you drinking? And then just go ahead and just run the rest of the game for us while we get hammered. Okay, sounds good. Hello. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for clarifying that joke because I figured it had something to do with American football, but I didn't recognize the name. So I was, I was glad to, to catch up there. Um, so, I, so when I was thinking about what I would drink today, I reflected on what I was drinking in the 90s. I did turn 18 in 1994 and in Australia, we, that's the legal drinking age. So if mum and dad are listening, I, I was legally drinking alcohol in the 90s. And I thought, well, what was I drinking back then? And so if, I, if I'd gone with that, it would have been either a vodka and orange or maybe a Jim Beam and Coke. They were kind of the, the drinks of choice for us back then. But I am now much older than that and later today have to drive my daughter to dance class and I'm going to try and run this game while you guys get hammered. So I thought I should keep my wits about me. So I have just gone with a nice, refreshing, sparkling mineral water, added some sweetness with some lime cordial. Nice. And hopefully that will allow me to continue to make sense from now through to the end of the game today. Well, one of us has to. I love it. <laughs> okay. So shall we get into it? Let's do it. All righty. 
So as you said, Chris, we're focusing on 90s movies trivia today and we've got a hot seat style game, but rather than limited time, rather than the clock counting down, we've actually got a specific number of questions today. So each team is going to face 50 questions over the course of our two main rounds and you'll so therefore having the opportunity to get up to 50 points. The questions are rapid fire, hot seat sort of style, and they come from um, a pack of trivia cards that my daughter gave me for my birthday recently. So, but before we get into that, we need a pregame to get you guys all into the groove and ready to go. And it can't be a 90s movie trivia game without some Tom action. Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise were powerhouses. <laughs> at the box office in the 90s. So for our pre-game, I have a list of characters that were played by either Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise. So I've got 10 in total. So we'll have, you'll get two, two turns each and you'll get one point for a correct answer. Don't lose any points for an incorrect answer. We're just warming up after all. So Leah, I believe you're going to be up first. If you can give me a number between one and 10, I'll give you a character name and you tell me Hanks or Cruise. Okay, I'm going to go with the number two. Okay, number two, the character is Cole Trickle. Tell me if you need me to spell anything too, given the lost in translation across the oceans. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. So I'm just thinking which looks more like a Cole, Cruise or Hanks. Um, so I'm going to go with Tom Cruise. Ah, and that is correct. Yes. Cole Trickle is his character from Days of Thunder or Top Gun on Wheels, as it could otherwise be known. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let me, let me out of the car, Cole. Let me out of the car, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nikki, you're up next. All right, I'm going to go with four. Number four. Now, this one I think could be one of the most difficult ones on our list, so I hope you're ready. Okay. okay. Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to go Hanks. <laughs> Very good. Do you know what movie it's from, though? I mean, I think the title of that, Forrest Gump, right? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> this is a little unfair. She, I promise you she did not turn left to the poster on our wall yeah, that says Tom Hanks <laughs> is Forrest Gump in very big letters. It would have been a very oh, different Lord. movie if Tom Cruise had paid Forrest Gump. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Okay, Chris, what number would you like? I feel like we got to stick the even trend. You know, we've gotten two right answers on even, so I'm going six. Okay, so number six is Sam Baldwin. Sam Baldwin. Oh, gosh. Uh, I can't even name which one this would. I, like, I'm trying to think of place that name, and this isn't like Cole where it's like kind of cool, so it's got to be Cruz. <laughs> Sam Baldwin. Uh, I'm going to go Tom Cruise because I just I feel like there's enough Tom Hanks movies from the 90s that I've seen. And there might be some, there are Tom Cruise movies that I ha that I've seen, but I may not remember the character. So I'm going Tom Cruise. Oh, I'm really sorry to tell you, but it is Tom Hanks. Sleepless Nikki, I think. <laughs> I was watching it your face, in. Nikki, thinking she knows this one. <laughs> I, I've seen the movie, but I could never have told oh, you I the character. I love that movie. Name. Yay, Chris, you have to watch Sleepless in Seattle with me next time because it's so good. Can we just watch You've Got Mail again? Yes, we can. We can do that as well. <laughs> That one, I don't think that was 90s. Yes, it was 98. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Mike. Yes. Uh, let's see. I mean, patterns exist for a reason, so let's go with number eight. Number eight. Okay, that character number eight is Mitch McDeer. 
Mitch, uh, Mitch McDear is uh, the firm. So that's Tom Cruise. Very good. Well done. Wow. Good job. Never saw the movie, but read the book. So that's how I got that. Uh, <laughs> All right. So second round, Leah, you're up. Number one. Number one is Lestat. L-E. She's all over it. Yeah, that's Tom Cruise. That's Interview of the Vampire. It sure is. Well done. And Nikki. I'll go five. Five is Captain Miller. Uh, I would – Captain Miller. I want to say that's um, Tom Cruise. You want to say that? Is that what you're going to say? Tom Tom Cruise, yes. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, it's actually oh. Tom Hanks. That one I'm is that's Captain Phillips. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that as well when I was looking through. I was like, "Hang on a sec, that was more recent." But is that, it's- is that his? Sorry, is that his character from? Um, oh God, the Spielberg movie, uh, the World War II Spielberg film, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yes. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh, and that's why. I was like, that's I was it. thinking it was like a like a military, and I was like, I don't know, but I, I guess I think that I think of Tom Cruise in like a military uniform in a lot of movies. So but I thought all, maybe, yeah. it was but those him. were all in the eighties. Uh, that's true. That's what that's a where my trouble was. I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, a few good men with nineties. Yeah. True. True. Okay. So so can I can I take a little moment to share a quick little story about Saving Private Ryan? Back back in the nineties, I met this guy. And for our third date, we decided to go to the movies. And that was the movie we chose, which was a really odd movie to go on when you're still getting to know someone. Half of my brain was like worried about, is he going to hold my hand? And the other half of my brain's being totally traumatized by what was unfolding on the screen. So it was very interesting. But it must have been a good omen because we've been married for 20 years now and <laughs> have two beautiful girls. So, so I can I recommend a, a traumatic, tragic movie as, as a good third date option. Anyone I love it. <laughs> that is awesome. But the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes of that movie is some of the best oh cinema gosh. ever oh. made. And it's some mm. of the most heartbreaking. And some stuff. of the horrible. Yeah. Yeah. My husband does say that he remembers catching my tears um, at some point oh, through the movie. So. <laughs> okay, Chris, you're up. Yeah, I'm, I'm bucking the trend. We're going 10. Number 10. Okay. You ready? Sure. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Oh, I'll take this. Uh, Mr. Cruz. That's correct. Well done. And what movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and our final one for our pregame, Mike, which one would you like? To, the numbers that we've got left are three, seven, and nine. Okay. I think I'll do lucky seven. Okay. Lucky seven is Joe Banks. Joe Banks. I'm not placing it, but maybe it's just because of the banks, but I'm going to go with Tom Hanks on that one. That is correct. Tom Hanks. And it's from Joe versus the Volcano. One of the classics, I've got to say. (laughs) I was thinking it was Joe versus the Volcano. I always forget that was actually 1990. It always seems like an 80s movie, but it is is actually 1990. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of our pregame, we're all tied up three points apiece to the teams of Leah and Chris and Nikki and Mike. So, does everyone feel ready for the main round? Well, not everyone has to be ready. It's going to be boy versus boy and girl versus girl. Who wants to go first, boys or the girls? Ladies first. Uh, yeah, ladies first. That's fine. <laughs> okay, and one more question before we start. Pack A or pack B? I've divided the the questions into two packs, randomised, shuffled them 
for as long as I could. Uh, pack A, Leah? Yep, sure. All right. Okay. Let's just go for it. I'm going to sit back and drink. <laughs> All you. right. So the first question is going to go out to Leah. Lloyd and Harry are the two main characters in which 1994 buddy comedy film? I think this is one that I've never actually seen, but I think it, oh, <laughs> um, seeing Chris's look of disappointment. Um, for me, never have seen this. I'm pretty sure it's um, Dumb and Dumber. It sure is. Well okay. done. Okay. And Nikki, in Toy Story 2, what is the name of Woody's horse? Bullseye. Very good. Just watched that recently. <laughs> yes, that's that's in the the on high rotation in your house, I would imagine, with young kids. <laughs> okay, Leah, in what city does T Rex go on a rampage at the end of the Lost World Jurassic Park? It's California. Um I wanna say it's San Diego. San Diego is correct. Well yes. done. Nikki, in this famous pulp fiction scene. What does Jules say they call a quarter pounder with cheese in France? I'm sorry, what was the first part of it? Sorry, in the famous Pulp Fiction scene, what does Jules say they call a quarter pounder with cheese in France? Oh, my gosh, this sounds so familiar, but I cannot place it. I'm sorry, I pass. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm disappointing. I, it sounds so familiar and I just can't place it. Yeah, so the answer is a royale with cheese. Oh, oh yeah, the cheese. Mm. <laughs> I did. I did not know that, and you literally said it to me like three hours ago. And you I just had that for dinner tonight. I literally just had a food <laughs> that was called a Royale with cheese. And Chris is like, "I was like, that's a weird name." And Chris is like, "Yeah, it's from Pulp Fiction." But I, I that did not stick with me. I'm glad I didn't get that question. I'm, I know Mike's disappointed. This is like I, I struggle with the Quentin Tarantino's. I just don't. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Okay, so back to Leah. Who or what was Casper? Um, a friendly ghost. Correct. Okay. It, did, it feels like a trick question, that one, but Devin, that's Devin what Sawa it is. in human form. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nikki, who directed Thelma and Louise? Oh, geez. Not Brad Pitt. He was in it, but um, pass. I don't know. Uh, that was Ridley Scott. And Leah, in the 1993 movie The Fugitive, which actor plays Dr. Richard Kimball? I think Richard Kimball is the main guy. I think he was a doctor, so I'm going to say Harrison Ford. That is correct. Okay. Nikki, which band sang three songs featured in the 1998 movie Armageddon? Uh, um, Aerosmith. Correct. Okay, Leah, who voiced Mushu in the movie Mulan? Oh, I'm going to lose my Disney card on this one. Um, I think Mushu was a dragon. Um, I don't even remember Mushu talking. <laughs> um, I want to say Danny DeVito, but that was the sidekick in Hercules. Um, Mushu, I, I don't know. I'm going to pass. Okay, it was Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. Uh, Nikki, what was the name of Leonardo DiCaprio's character in the movie Titanic? Um, Jack. Correct. Dawson. <laughs> Jack Dawson. 
And Leah, in the movie Ghost, what does Sam slide up to the door in order to convince Molly that he is there? Why does he slide up to the door? I don't even know what that means. Um, a pottery wheel. <laughs> did, you, did you want some context of what that means or we just go with it? No, it's fine. We're going pottery wheel. I don't like that movie. I have not seen it in a very long time. I know. I love you. I know. Wait, no, that wait, that's Star Wars. No, it was Ditto. 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 Ditto, yeah, yeah, Ditto was Ghost, and then I know the Pottery Wheel. That's all I know about yeah. that movie. Yeah, no, it's a penny that he slides. He slides a penny up the door. You just see it moving up mm. the door, and that's how she knows that. Oh, that's weird. Something's something's different's happening. Okay. Okay. Nikki, Jenny in Forrest Gump is played by which actress? Don't look at the poster. <laughs> no, it's Robin Wright. And she, she was not Robin Wright Penn. She was Robin Wright at the time. <laughs> Correct. Okay, Leah, who directed the 1991 American psychological thriller film Cape Fear? Mm. The one with Reese Witherspoon. I don't even remember. Um, I, do, I don't know. Uh, it is Martin Scorsese. Oh, Okay. And Nikki, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You, was the theme song for which 1991 movie? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Everything I Do, I Do It For You. It's going to, oh, my God, poor Mike. I, 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 um, 1991. I'm sorry. It's not coming to me. Pass. You of all people with your Kevin Costner fandom. What is it? <laughs> it's, it's Robin Hood. Robin Hood. It is Robin oh, Hood. I don't. I'm terrible with songs, guys. Like <laughs> okay. I don't know songs. Okay. If you would ask me who played Robin Hood, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but yes, I do like that movie, and I like Kevin Costner a lot. It's a butt double, just so you know. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Leah. We've got a multiple choice one for you here. What is the narrator's power animal in Fight Club? Is it a penguin, a cat, or a deer? I don't even know what that means. I'm picturing like Pokemon. Like I was like in Fight Club, did they throw out little fighters and like or like a Patronus from Harry Potter? What on the world? I don't know what that means, but I think Penguin is a very weird choice. So I did was cat one of them? Was uh, so penguin, them? cat, or deer. Yeah, I'm gonna go with cat. Oh, it was penguin. It was the That's weird one. So weird. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Okay, Nikki, in which movie is Truman Burbank a popular character? Uh, Truman Burbank, a popular character. Uh, Finding Truman. Oh, so close. What it's the it? Truman Show. Oh, God, Find Truman Show. Gosh, Find Truman Show. The one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. Yeah. I, f- I feel like Finding Nemo might also be on high I'm rotation sorry, in your I mean, house at the Disney, moment. Disney, Finding Nemo. Fi- I he's, mean, he's very funny, but he's not a clown fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, the Truman Show. Okay. Leah, what sort of shop does Hugh Grant own in Notting Hill? Um, I think it's a travel bookstore. Very good. That's exactly what it is. Yes. I didn't want to go to the bookstore. I was like, I, I thought you were looking for something more specific, but... They they did just have bookstore, but I that's one of my favorite was, movies. So it was yeah. a travel book. It, it was, was totally definitely a travel. A travel. Yeah. Okay, Nikki. The nineteen ninety eight British American film Sliding Doors stars which actress? Gwyneth Paltrow. Correct. 
And Leah, which artist sang the song Oh Pretty Woman from the movie Pretty Woman? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that song is very old. Um, Roy Orbison? That is correct. Well done. Well done. This is like my mom's music. Like this, that, If I knew that, it was because my mom probably play, had the CD or something and played it in the car growing up. Okay. Uh, Nikki, which actor played the character Dr. William Hartford in Eyes Wide Shut? Tom Cruise. Sorry, I'm just coughing, but yes, that's correct. I was like, I can't name one other man in that movie. <laughs> okay, Leah, what is the name of the pull string cowboy doll in Toy Story? It's a very weird description. Um, is that Woody? That is Woody. Okay. He had his little pull string. There's a snake like in my, my boots. boots. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you guys had been rehearsing that all day, <laughs> ready to go. Well, literally, like Toy Story is like we're going we're going to Disney in April, and like it's my daughter's goal to ride Slinky Dog, even though she's probably an inch too short. But we're hoping, so she's watching all the Toy Story. <laughs> Okay, uh, Leah. No, where? Sorry, who answered that last question? That was Leah. Yeah. I got distracted yeah, I by you guys <laughs> quoting the film. Yeah. Nikki, I did, I did the Woody question. That's all good. Okay, Nikki. This. Sorry, it's another songs one. I know you just said you don't like the songs oh. one. The songs "My Guy, My God," and "I Will Follow Him" feature in which nineties movie? Sister Act. That's correct. Well good done. movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. One. Okay, Leah, which movie was Robin Williams' first animated film? Oh, okay. So this, oh. um, So I'm torn between two, but the other one's kind of more obscure, so I'm going to go with Aladdin. Oh, Is it Fern Gully? It is Fern Gully. I thought they weren't going to have that in there because that's more of an obscure movie. Yeah. I feel like they came out within like a year of each other or something. I think it was pretty close to within a year of each other. Oh, fine. Okay. Nikki, what sort of animal was Babe? He was a pig. He was a pig. And Leah, here's another multiple choice one. Which actor starred and directed the cult movie Reality Bites? Was it Will Ferrell, Tom Cruise, or Ben Stiller? Well, two of those choices seem really weird, so I'm going to go Ben Stiller. That is correct. Okay. Okay, Nikki, which actress made her debut in the movie The Mask? Can, uh, Cameron Diaz. Correct. Leah, what famous rapper starred with Cuba Gooding Jr. in Boys in the Hood? Ooh, I do not know. Um, famous rapper, Boys in the Hood. So it's probably like early 90s, maybe? I don't know. How about Ice Cube? Ice Cube is correct. Oh, well, well done. done. I was just trying to name one that was also an actor that I knew. <laughs> and Nikki, 10 Things I Hate About You is based loosely on which Shakespeare play? Taming of the Shrew. Correct. Okay. Which of the, uh, Leah, which of these Jim Carrey films was not released in the 1990s? Was it The Mask, Liar Liar, or Me, Myself and Irene? Well, we just had a mass question, so that means that's in the 90s. Um, I don't know what the Me, Myself, and Irene movie is, so I'm going to go with that one. That is correct. I, I have seen that one, and I probably wouldn't bother. 
Okay, good. Yeah. Put yeah. It towards yeah. the bottom it of your was, list. It was, yeah, it was not one of his best. I'm I not love a Jim Liar Carrey Liar, fan, though. so I'm yeah. not watch most of Jim Carrey stuff. <laughs> yeah, Liar Liar is a classic, though. Liar Liar is good, for sure. And it holds up. I showed my girls yeah. the teenagers, and we watched it about a year ago, and, yeah, they both really liked it, so yeah. it holds up. Okay, Nikki, which actress starred as Nurse Annie Wilkes in the 1990 movie Misery, earning her an Academy Award? That would be uh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, that's correct. Leah, Bruce Willis, Haley Joel Osment and Tony Collette starred in which American supernatural horror film? Um, along with uh, Donnie Wahlberg of New Kids on the Block fame, that would be The Sixth Sense. Correct. Leah, you got the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nikki, which 1990 film tells the story of the rise and fall of mob associate Henry Hill, his accomplices, friends and family from 1955 to 1980? Henry Hill, 1990. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I should know this, but I I don't. It's not my head. I don't know. Sorry. Okay. It's Goodfellas, that one. Oh, God. Yeah. I was like, I, I wanted to. I don't know why I always think that's earlier than... Because it's 1990, so it feels like it's 80s. It just feels like it's so old. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I don't think 87 and 99 are that much different, but in my mind, I'm like, it's in the 80s, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Leah, Matt Damon starred as a janitor who has a genius-level IQ in which critically acclaimed 1997 movie? Mm, One of Chris's favorite movies, so he would hate me if I got this wrong. Um, Insert joke about apples here. Um, It's Good Will Hunting. Very good. I could never hate you. <laughs> Nikki, on which of Andy's toys does baby Molly drool in the opening scene of Toy Story? Um, the Mr. Potato Head. Very good. Three and up. Three and up. My box says three and up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Julia Roberts. Oh, Leah. Julia Roberts starred with which Richard Gear? Sorry. Let's start this all over again. <laughs> There's multiple Richard Gears. Yeah. The world would be a better place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Julia Roberts starred with Richard Gere in Pretty Woman and which other 1990s film? Runaway Bride. That's it. Love well that done. movie. Doesn't get enough love. Okay, Nikki, a multiple choice one for you. Which, which famous comedian plays the character Tucker? In There's Something About Mary, was it Lee Evans, Simon Pegg, or Billy Connolly? Um, sorry, name them again. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, Lee Evans, Simon Pegg, or Billy Connolly? Oh, my God. Uh, the Liam one. Lee Evans? Yeah, Lee Evans. That's it. Well done. Right. Sorry, I should be giving A's, B's, and C's. I'll do that in future. <laughs> Oh. No, which which character? He was the like the um the creepy stalker character guy. He, he's he's the one that pretends like he walks on the two walker. Yeah, uh, he, he, okay. he pretends like he has I think like cerebral palsy or yeah, something like that. that. Guy, okay. yeah. yeah, he's actually a pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Okay, Leah. Which animated movie released in November nineteen ninety five won a Special Achievement Academy Award? Toy Story. That's correct. Okay. I think the. Whoever wrote these questions were watching Toy Story at the time. (laughs) Okay, Nikki, what was Neo's real name in The Matrix? Oh, man. Not Keanu Reeves. Um, (laughs) They should accept that. Was it like Marshall? Like she's like, I don't know. I remember she she fell in love with She said his name. Oh, my gosh. 
Mitchell, Mitch, Mitchell. Okay, sorry, it was Thomas A. Anderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not even close. I was like, I'm not sure. You might be thinking of a different movie, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just know him as New York. Can't you? Sorry. Okay, Leah, what was the name of Bill's horse in Beauty and the Beast? The horse had a name? It did. I, what's a French name for a horse? Um, I'm going to say La Poux because that's a French <laughs> name. I'm pretty sure that's another character in the movie. It was Philippe, right? Philippe. Philippe. Yep. Philippe. That's right. I like Philip. It's like the French. But it's Philippe, Philippe, not Philip. Philippe. Philippe. Okay. <laughs> okay, Nikki. Ron Underwood directed which American Western comedy film? Ron Underwood directed which American Western comedy film? Yes. Um, Western comedy? There's any comedic Western films? I don't know. Sorry. That's okay. It is City Slickers. Oh, man. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Western comedy. I mean, I guess it is a Western, yeah. I wouldn't consider it like a Western, but it mean, yeah, I mean. Okay, Leah, this is a multiple choice. In Wayne's World, what is the name of Cassandra's band? Is it A, Crucial Taunt, B, Blonde Bombshells, or C, Shiny Tigers. I don't know. Um, another movie that I do not like to watch. Um, I'm going to say it's the Crucial Taunt one. That is correct. Was that on the best band, fictional bands bracket or yes. something? Okay, oh, that's yes, what it I was. Means. That name <laughs> stood out to me when she read off all the options. So I was like, I don't know why this one's sticking out to me, but it's probably because of the bracket. So thank you, Boozy. They really know how to wail. <laughs> Okay, Nikki. Saving Private Ryan takes place during which war? World War II. Very good. Leah, what Prince song does Julia Roberts sing in the bathtub in Pretty Woman? Purple Rain. Oh, good try, but it was Nikki's dancing to it. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nikki, in The Lion King, what does the lyric Hakuna Matata mean? No worries. Very good. Leah, which actor played the role of Ellis Boyd Red Redding in The Shawshank Redemption? Red. Um, is that Morgan Freeman? That is Morgan Freeman. Okay. Well done. Okay, Nikki, Tom Hanks won his first Academy Award for his role in which film? Philadelphia. Correct. And Leah, who directed Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, and Sleepy Hollow? Tim Burton. That is correct. Nikki, another multiple choice. In the film Clueless, what is the name of Schur's High School? Is it A, Beverly Hills High School, B, Bronson Alcott High School, or C, Beverly Glen Academy? It's Bronson Alcott High School. Very good. Wow. How? I'm like, wait, I mean, I, I only knew that from, me? I don't, if you would ask me to name it without multiple choice, I would have never been able to, to pull it up. But hearing, hearing it, it was familiar. Okay. And so one more question each to finish out this round. Leah, which movie won Best Picture at the 1991 Academy Awards? Not a multiple choice one? It is not. Sorry. What came out in 1991? I, I do not know. Um, Pulp Fiction. Oh, Dances with Wolves, unfortunately. Oh, that movie's boring. 
<laughs> that movie's amazing. Don't watch, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> oh, is that Kevin Costner? Sorry. Yes. Sorry, I I I missed my only Kevin Costner question, so I'm I I've I've lost my Kevin Costner card. It's fine. <laughs> okay, Nikki, to finish up the round in Doctor Doolittle, Eddie Murphy has the ability to talk to what? Animals. Correct. Okay, well that was a super super close round. Um, just adding it up, so fifteen. Nikki finished on eighteen points, and Leah just behind on seventeen. Well done. That was amazing. Ooh. Good round, ladies. Good round. Yeah. And now we get to be a giant letdown. So what is that all together? <laughs> so like we were given 50 questions and how many did we get combined? It's like 35. So, so you each answered, tw- answered 25 questions each and then, yeah, overall, that's right, 35. 35 out of 50. That's good. I'm going to pretend like me and Nikki were working together on nice that Nice job. One. Nice yeah. job. Okay. All right. So for our halftime round, I have some movie tribons for you. How this is going to work is I will give you three actors' names and you need to tell me which 90s movie they starred in together. I have four questions overall and they're each worth two points. So eight points up for grabs. Again, you won't lose points for an incorrect answer in this round. Okay. Our first one is Julia Roberts, Dermot Mulroney and Cameron Diaz. And our second one is Susan Sarandon, Gina Davis, and for a brief but glorious moment, Brad Pitt. The third one is Denzel Washington, Angela Bassett, and Spike Lee. And our fourth one, Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, and Halle Berry. So work on those and let me know once you're all locked in. All right, we're locked in. Yeah, we'll go ahead and lock in. Okay, great. All right, so let's go through the answers. So our first one was Julia Roberts, Dermot Mulroney, and Cameron Diaz. Leah and Chris, what did you put? Even I knew this one. Um, It's my best friend's wedding. Okay, Nikki and Mike, do you agree? Yes. Yep, we also locked in my best friend's wedding. Yeah, my best friend's wedding is correct. I remember I saw that one at the cinema and I remember being so confused because it was a rom-com and you always go for the main person in the rom-com, but Julia Roberts was the main person, but she was so nasty and not nice at all. So I was kind of <laughs> rooting for Cameron Diaz and my brain was exploding as a young person watching the first confusing rom-com. Absolutely. It's, uh, to, in, to my mind, it's actually an underrated rom-com of, because of that. It kind of takes, tears a lot of the tropes apart by having the unlikable main character realize yeah. the error of her ways it's and everything. Even- I don't even know it's not even really a rom com. Yeah, it's just a comedy, and I mean yeah. it is, but then it's like no one really like you know, it's not in the romantic comedy in the sense of a romantic comedy. I guess no, it's a yeah, failed true. romantic comedy. <laughs> failed romantic <laughs> comedy. There you go. Okay, our second one was Susan Sarandon, Gina Davis, and Brad Pitt. Uh, Nikki and Mike, what did you put? Uh, we put Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise and Leah and Chris. Uh, we also had Thelma and Louise. And Louise, and it did come up earlier, but hey, as many opportunities as we have to mention Brad Pitt, I'm happy, so it's all good. <laughs> all right, the third one was Denzel Washington, Angela Bassett, and Spike Lee. Leah and Chris, what did you go with? We went with Malcolm X. Thanks. Mike and Nikki. Yeah, uh, I've never seen it, but I, I said to Nikki, the only collaboration with Denzel and Spike Lee I can think of 
in the 90s was Malcolm X. And she said, I'm pretty sure Angela Bassett was in that too. So with our powers combined, we locked in with yeah. Malcolm X. I'm not 100% sure she was in it, but I'm like, it makes sense. <laughs> well, it's the correct answer. So you can now be 100% sure that she was in it. Okay, Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, and Halle Berry. Mike and Nikki, what did you go with? I This one, I don't know why this lingered in my head, uh, but I just because I thought it was a bizarre name for a movie at the time. But uh, I'm almost positive the movie is called Boomerang. I've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's called Boomerang. That's the one I was trying to think of and I couldn't get to. Oh, oh so what did you end up going with, Chris? We went with Bowfinger, and Bowfinger is one. Boomerang is 100% the movie I was trying to get to and couldn't get to. Okay, and Boomerang is the correct answer. I, I'm pretty sure it doesn't have anything to do with Australia, actually, but I couldn't <laughs> resist throwing it in there for a little bit of an Australian influence. I love that you put the throwing it in there reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another, you guys are smashing this. Another great round. Leah and Chris earning six extra points and Nikki and Mike adding an extra eight. So after our halftime round, Leah and Chris are on a total of 26. And <clears throat> Nikki and Mike not too far ahead, but ahead all the same on 29. Ooh, I hear oh, that pop. Chris is getting ready for his main round appearance. I got my own hot seat. I got to get used to I got to get ready for So, oh. <laughs> Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. Streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. All right. So Chris and Mike, you are up for your rapid fire, hot seat style questions. And now, now here's where Chris storms back and takes the lead. All right, Chris, you're up first. In the movie Fight Club, what's the first rule of Fight Club? Don't invite Mike Mott. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, don't talk about Fight Club. Correct. Well done. Mike, name one of the two burglars in Home Alone. You know, honestly, I was really hoping that question was going to be, what's the second rule of Fight Club? <laughs> um, it was, uh, uh, I don't, hopefully you don't need last names, but uh, Harry was one of them. Marv was the other one, I'm pretty sure. Yep. That's, I don't have last names on my sheet, so Harry and Marv is great. Well okay, done. Good. <laughs> okay, Chris, which movie released in 1995 was the first entirely computer animated feature length film? I believe that's Toy Story. That is Toy Story. The Toy Story run continues. Good grief. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Mike, what was Hannibal Lecter's choice of wine with liver in The Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> uh, it was, I believe, I've, I've always pronounced it as Chianti, but I think he said Chianti. <laughs> I will take either of those answers. Correct. Uh, Hannibal Lecter's from Boston, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Chris, who directed the 1998 American science fiction disaster film Armageddon? Oh, Armageddon. Oh, Armageddon with 
Oh, I, I, I love to hate this movie. Michael Bay. Michael Bay is correct. Owen Wilson in that too. Didn't he have a very small part? I think so. It's that small part. He's one of the astronauts or the oil drillers who gets to go into space it's with Ben Affleck. Part. He has one of the best lines in the whole movie, Chris. No, the best line in that movie is when they reference uh, Dr. Strangelove. Mein Führer, I can walk. <laughs> okay, Mike. Sick Boy, Begbie, Spud, and Tommy are characters in which 1996 British film? Ah, uh, this is a is a rough film to watch, but I am glad that I watched it that one time just long enough to remember these names. Uh, Train Spotting. Train Spotting is correct. Chris, who played Paul in the 1993 film Six Degrees of Separation? I've never actually seen this movie. I have a recollection of it existing, so I'm just going to say Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I think that, that's a, a logical guess, but it was Will Smith. Oh. Oh. Okay, Mike, in the US, what was the top grossing movie of 1990? Oh, gosh. This is a multiple choice. Oh, thank goodness. Before you freak out, it's a multiple choice. (laughs) Too late. I was freaking out. Anyway. (laughs) A, Ghost. Sorry, I should have told you that straight up. Just make you sweat. I'm making you sweat a little bit because I just listened to the second episode of The Queen, Boozy Bracketology, Mm -hmm. and I'm a little bit upset with one of the choices that you made. (laughs) Was it the last one? That was my payback. Was it the last oh, one? I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it in case people are still listening. But I, uh, I haven't actually finished, so no, it wasn't the last one. Oh, okay. I haven't finished the episode yet. Okay. So it was one somewhere in the middle. I was just curious. Anyway, I think. <laughs> hey, if okay. we're not making you upset, then we're not doing our job. Controversy is kind of what we traffic in. <laughs> in the US, oh, what was the top grossing movie of nineteen ninety? So was it A. Ghost, B. Pretty Woman, or C. Home Alone? Oh, it's got to be Home Alone. Oh, it's got to be Ghost. Sorry. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. Wow. So it's got to be move uh, money made in 1990 because Home Alone was like the one of the top five grossing movies of all time. I thought. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it was also released at the end of the year. Yeah. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is yep. if it was actual Stop grosses. Dur- if it's actual grosses during the 90s versus that, yeah. that makes sense. Yep. No. Exactly. No. It's a good. No. It's a good question. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, Chris, which actor plays Cameron Poe in the 1997 American action film Con Air? Oh, God, Cameron. So it's not Cyrus the Virus, so it's got to be Nick Cage. Nick Cage is correct. Mike, which of these is not a deadly sin in the movie Seven? Is it A, Sloth, B, Gluttony, or C, Deceit? Deceit, C. Correct. Oh, the gluttony part of that is terrible. The sloth part isn't much better. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Okay, Chris, we've got another multiple choice for you. In Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, what did Sandy Frink invent that made him a billionaire? Was it A, special shoe rubber, B, flower pots, or C, an electric toilet brush? That is a dumb enough movie that it could be an electric toilet brush. It could be, but it's not. It's <laughs> special shoe rubber. <laughs> I would have said the same thing, Chris, so no shame. <laughs> okay, Mike, in the movie Speed, how fast did the bus have to go to avoid blowing up? Oh, gosh, I can say, okay, 50, stay above 50, 50 miles an hour, yeah. 50 miles an hour is correct, well done. Chris, Jurassic Park is based on a novel by which writer? Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton is correct. And, Mike, in what year was Forrest Gump released? Don't look at the poster. 
1994. Correct. Okay, Chris, which of these Disney films was not released in the 90s? A, The Lion King, B, Aladdin, or C, Oliver and Company? I'm pretty sure The Lion King and Aladdin were, so I'm going to go Oliver and Company. That is correct. Mike, in 1997, which film won 11 Oscars? The reason I'm hesitating, because I've gotten caught by this before, the 1997 Oscars would be awarding 1996, but I don't think it won 11 Oscars, and I'm pretty sure Titanic did, so I'm going to say Titanic. Titanic is correct. Was Titanic released in 97? It was released in 97. It was the 98 98 Oscars. Oscars. That's why I hesitated, yeah. Nikki got me on one of those questions way back in the day, so I've been hesitant (laughs) ever since. Once bitten, twice shy kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. Okay, Chris, which Roxette song featured in the movie Pretty Woman? Could not name a song by the Roxettes, so I'm going to say it's uh, Just Be Good to Each Other. (laughs) It's a beautiful sentiment, but it was, it must have been love. But it's over. So you guys, I was about to say you guys are obviously too young because if you're my age, that song was huge. O- only Roxette song I could name, but that's what I was like. It's got to be that one, right? Um, I, I'm historically <laughs> notorious for being bad at music, so it's okay. Okay. Mike, which blonde actress famously crossed her legs in the iconic scene from Basic Instinct? Uh, I, th- I thought the famous part was when she uncrossed her legs, but that would be Sharon Stone. <laughs> Correct. I'm sorry. Okay. I just need to again point out I did not write these particular. No, oh, of course I. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I I apologize. I'm probably turning three shades of red. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's. I'm just saying. I, yeah, didn't want anyone to think. Oh, that was an odd choice that that lady yeah. from America uh, from Australia made writing that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. Jim Car- Jim Carrey played which villain in Batman Forever? Uh, Edward Enigma, the Riddler. Correct. You would get the first Batman question. Of course. <laughs> By the way, I think I'm the Mike. only one that sat through Basic Instinct 2. So, yeah, uh, yeah you might be. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, which iconic 1992 film featured Colonel Nathan R. Jessup saying the famous line, you can't handle the truth? One of my all-time favorites, A Few Good Men. Correct. Chris, who sang My Heart Will Go On from the movie Titanic? Hey, a music song I know, Celine Dion. Very good. When Canada is dead and gone, there'll be no more Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Mike, Kathy Bates and Adam Sandler starred in which 1998 movie? Oh, um, uh, she was his mom in The Waterboy. Waterboy. Correct. Chris, which 90s movie soundtrack holds the title Greatest Selling Soundtrack Album of All Time? Oh, it's, um, what is that movie called? I think it's just called The Guardian. Oh, no, you're so it's close. Not. It's something, yeah, go ahead. It's, it's The Bodyguard. The Bodyguard, that's what it is. That's okay, Chris, I will always love you anyway. <laughs> Okay, Mike, who starred as Eva Peron in the 1996 musical Evita? 
I'm not sure my wife will ever forgive me for falling asleep the one time that we watched this together, but uh, it was Madonna. It was Madonna. I was really tired. I'm sorry. It was such a good movie. Though. I know. It was a good movie. I was just really tired. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Be quiet. All right, Chris, uh, multiple choice. Which famous quote is featured in the 1999 film The Sixth Sense? Is it A, I see dead people, B, I live in your dreams, or C, you haunt my dreams? I see dead people. (laughs) Very good. Mike, which Australian model put on 20 pounds to play a 19th century artist's model in Sirens? First of all, uh, Chris, the way that you said I see dead people is going to haunt my dreams. I just want to say that. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Elle McPherson, but I'm not 100%, but I'll, that's what I'm going to say is Elle McPherson. Sure. We say Elle McPherson, but I'll give I'm, you the points anyway. My apologies for the mispronunciation. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've done lots of that. And, and anything I think, oh, did I say that right? I think our oh, people will just think it's my accent. It's all good. Honestly, McPherson makes way more sense with the spelling. I don't know why I've always said McPherson. Is she the one that ends up at the end of uh, Love Actually? Is that Elle McPherson? No, that's Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I get those two confused for some reason. Elle, McF- Elle McPherson was the love interest in Batman and Robin. Oh, was she? I didn't realize that she yeah. was in that. I, I just said that yeah. to make Chris cringe. <laughs> I like how you've quickly adopted the Australian pronunciation as well. That's That was a I'm very quick change because you're not the only one. I think that's how everybody says it apart from, from the Aussies. So all good. Okay, where are we up to? Chris, how many children does Robin Williams have in Mrs. Doubtfire? I believe he has three. I think he's got Mara Wilson and two older kids. Three is correct. Mike, what is the name of Alicia Silverstone's character in Clueless? Cher. Do you need a last name? It's, nope. I, think, I think it's Cher Horowitz, but Cher, yeah. Okay. Cher is all we need. Sweet. And I'm back at the Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd's character really should have been named Sonny in that. I feel like they missed a golden opportunity. <laughs> anyway. Okay, Chris, which actor won two consecutive Oscars in the 90s? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is correct. Mike, which of these lines is not an Austin Powers catchphrase? A, oh, behave. B, do I make you horny? Or C, cowabunga? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm really, really sad we never got to hear Austin Powers say Cowabunga now, but it's <laughs> definitely see Cowabunga. Correct. Don't pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> if, if I was good at impressions, I would try to do Austin Powers saying Cowabunga, but I am not, so let's just move on. <laughs> okay, Chris. Oh, here's another tribond. John Travolta, Uma Thurman, and Samuel L. Jackson starred in which iconic 90s film? Oh, put a needle in my heart. That's Pulp Fiction. (laughs) Sure is. Mike, name the 1998 film starring Edward Norton and Edward Furlong. Oh, um, took me a second. American History X. Correct. That's a one-time watch only. That's that's an amazing film. It is brutal. That scene on the curb, I'll tell you what, that never leaves your brain after you've seen it. The sound effect will never leave my brain. That sound Mm -hmm. is just, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, Chris, what 1992 comedy drama film starred Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Laurie Petty, and Madonna? Oh, uh, Feel the Dreams. I'm like, I just met Laurie Petty like six months ago. Yeah, Feel the Dreams. I love oh, you so I'm much, sorry. Chris. Chris, come on. What? An, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I love you so much. Those, those Michelob Ultra Ambers must be a hell of a beer. <laughs> so I think the penny has dropped it's a league of their own <laughs> same sport different film okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry we've driven him to drink <laughs> I legit want to give you a hug right now I feel so bad I don't I'm going to start throwing things at you <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll give, we'll give Chris some time to recover from that while nope. Mike answers this multiple choice question what line did Jeff Goldblum say in both Jurassic Park and Independence Day? Was it A, must go faster, B, run for your life, or C, chase me baby? <laughs> if I remember the story, I think Roland Emmerich actually cribbed the line from Jurassic Park without Steven Spielberg's permission and he was kind of pissed, but it's must go faster. It is. Well done. Okay, Chris, which actress played Bruce Wayne's love interest in Batman Forever? I was going to be so mad if that was Batman and Robin since I just said it earlier. <laughs> oh, God, Batman Forever. Oh, who was it? I've got Kim Basinger and I've got Nicole Kidman in my head. I'm just going to say Nicole Kidman. That is correct. Well done. <laughs> I never noticed that they had a series. They had two Australian act actresses in a row play Batman's love interests. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's a good beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. Which actress played Claudia in an Interview with the Vampire? My, to my everlasting shame, I have never seen Interview with a Vampire. But the only actress I can name from it is a very young Kirsten Dunst. So I'm going to say Kirsten Dunst. That is correct. Sweet. Chris, oh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna try and give this the credit it deserves. So bear with me. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Is a line from which iconic '90s movie? I'm trying to think what the name of what the name of that movie was in the movie. Uh, but that's from Home Alone. Stories. <laughs> I apologize to all the listeners out there for that delivery. I think it was very bad. It sounded better in my head. I loved it. It, it was Angels with Filthy Souls. That's what it was, yep. And then in Home Alone 2, it was angels with even filthier souls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike, which 1991 movie starred Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, and Ted Levine? Wonderful movie, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the That's Lambs is correct. Silence of the Lambs question. That feels unfair. <laughs> Chris, this is a multiple choice. What word does Billy spell during the spelling bee scene in Billy Madison? Is it A, couch, B, rock, or C, castle? I haven't seen this movie in forever, but the word couch does come to mind. I'm going to say couch. Couch is correct. Okay, Mike, what was the dude's favorite drink in the Big Lebowski? <laughs> I think he referred to it at a couple of points as a Caucasian, but it's a white Russian. White Russian. Very good. Chris, who played Sister Helen... Oh, I don't know how to pronounce the surname. Prejean, P-R-E-J-E-A-N, in Dead Man Walking. It's a multiple choice. Was it A, Susan Sarandon, B, Glenn Close, or C, Diane Keaton? 
I've never seen it. I feel like if it was Susan Sarandon, I would know. It does sound like a Glenn Close role, so I'm going to go Glenn Close. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Susan Sarandon. It was. Okay. It was. I think she won an Academy Award for that. I could yeah. be wrong. For Demo yeah. Did she? Yeah. yeah. Nikki's nodding her head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. Which film is the famous is this famous line from? You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Uh, that's from The Matrix. That is from The Matrix. Okay, Chris, another multiple choice. What are the names of the two mice from The Rescuers Down Under? Is it A, Miss Bianca and Bernard, B, Miss Bethan and Billy, or C, Miss Benita and Brendan? Uh the first one, Bianca and Bernard. That is correct. I'll take it. Leah is still mad at me, by the way. <laughs> I, I forgot the rescuers down under was 90s. I was like, well, what is this question doing in a 90s movie? But that's right. Yeah. Okay. Mike, who starred in the Die Hard movies? I, I'm a, I hope I, Bruce Willis, I'm assuming, is what they're looking for. That's I guess he, for. he was the only one that was in, in all of them. So that's fair. Okay. Yeah. And Chris, which 90s movie featured the Looney Tunes on its soundtrack? The Looney Tunes on the soundtrack. I'm assuming it's got to be Space Jam. It sure does have to be Space Jam. Well done. Mike, in the movie Groundhog Day, what was the name of the weatherman at Channel 9 Pittsburgh? Ah, Love this movie. Phil Connors. Phil Connors is correct. Chris, at the 69th Academy Awards, which of these films won Best Picture? Was it A, Independence Day, <laughs> B, The Full Monty, or C, The English Patient? Uh, so if The Full Monty, if that's the year The Full Monty was nominated, it should have won because The English Patient is a terrible film, but The English Patient won. The English Patient did win, and I totally agree. The English Patient is a beautiful film, cinematographically, but both of the other films should have won over it. No, I was like, both <sighs> of those films should have won over English Patient. The Full Monty is an amazing movie. If you haven't seen The Full, the Full Monty, Monty's wonderful. I, I yeah. love The Full Monty. I'm trying to get Leah to watch it. I felt so vindicated in Seinfeld when Elaine went and saw The English Patient and hated it. Yes. Everyone was just saying how good it was. I was like, finally, someone is saying what the truth is about this movie. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Didn't she have to go on a pilgrimage to Tunisia in order to keep her job? Yeah. <laughs> Love that. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mike. The movie Clueless is loosely based on what Jane Austen book? Uh, Emma. Emma is correct. Okay. Final question for each of you. Chris, what is Austen Powers' middle name? Danger is my middle name. It sure is. And that's why I don't do impressions <laughs> because Chris is way too good at it. Okay. Final question for you, Mike. In the movie Leon the Professional, what actress plays Matilda, the protege of a professional assassin? Ah, uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is correct. You guys smashed that. Well done. So just doing some tallying, Chris, you finished on a score of 20. Should be 21. And Mike... A staggering 24 out of 25. Well done. Home Alone's still bothering me. <laughs> I should have I seen through the trick. Okay. So 
at the end of that main round, our score update, just do a little bit of maths here. Leah and Chris are on 46 points and Nikki and Mike have gotten a little bit further ahead on 53. Okay, so final round. Cool. For your final round, I'm going to give you three categories. This is your wager round. You are going to wager your points as many or as few as you would like to. You can't use more points than you have, but you can split your points up in any way and you don't have to use all of them. A correct response will earn you the points you have wagered and an incorrect response will lose you the points you've wagered. So I'll give you the categories, lock in your wages, and then I'll give you the questions. The first category is name that actor. The second category is Aussies on film. And the third category is the big five. So lock in your wages and let me know when you're ready. Our wagers are locked in. Okay, great. Uh, we, we, we've locked in with our wagers. Okay, let's get to the questions then. Is everybody ready? I hope so. Sure. <laughs> okay, so category one, name that actor. This actor had a supporting role in the classic 90s film Pretty Woman, Yada, yada, yada. The world knows him better for his role in an iconic 90s sitcom. Name that actor. We're locked in. Okay, so we can talk it out. Go for it. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure it's Jason Alexander. Yeah, yada, 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 Seinfeld. So. Yeah, and I can picture Jason Alexander in movies during that era. I can't picture any of the other The Seinfeld only movie I can name Jason Alexander in is Dunstan Checks In. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's like a scumbag and pretty woman. Like I can picture him being scumbaggy. Yeah, I could see that. So let's do that. Okay. So you're locking in with that one? Yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Question number two, category Aussies on film. This historical drama was filmed in 1998, set in the 1500s and starred two Aussie actors, a female in the lead role and a male in a supporting role. To gain points on this question, please name the film or either of the Australian actors starring in it. Can you get a reread one more time? Sure. This historical drama was filmed in 1998, set in the 1500s, and starred two Aussie actors, a female in the lead role and a male in a supporting role. To gain points with this question, please name the film or either of the Australian actors starring in it. So there's three possible answers. You only need to give one. Okay. We're going to go ahead and lock in. Uh, okay. Really? Yeah, we were kind of stumped. We're in total yeah, we're we're drawing total blanks on this one. Um I can't think of a, I can't even think of a movie that was set during that time. In- 98 in the 1500s. Right. Okay. All right, all right. So it was it was an actress in a leading role. Actress in a leading role and a male actor in a supporting role. Okay. Australian female actors. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I'll throw out Russell Crowe might have still been in supporting roles at that time. Um, Nicole Kidman. But- it's entirely possible. I don't think. He, I mean, Hugh Jackman. It was still a few years removed from X Men. Um. I'm just focused on the 1500s. Like, what was that? I know. What was that? Set in the 1500s. What? It had to have been something. Wait, like wait. That. Um, if it was set in the 1500s, was it? Wasn't there? Weren't there like Columbus? Weren't there like Christopher Columbus movies or something like that? 1492. Kate Blanchett Australian. Kate Blanchett's Australian. Oh yeah. Could it be Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. 
That's not 1500s though. Uh, wait, did you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You said 1500s, not 15th century. Is that correct? 1500s. Correct. Kate Blanchett, Elizabeth was 1998. Yeah. And that's 1500s. And that's 1500s. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. gotta be Queen Elizabeth. Okay. So we'll, yeah, we'll lock in. We'll, we'll lock in with, I, I think, think we'll, Kate, Kate Blanchett, I think is the. I, I would say Queen Elizabeth. Which one do you want to log in with, Kate Blanchard or Queen Elizabeth? Oh, um, I she, guess she just needs the film. She needs the film or the actor or the or the actress or the actor. I don't. Well, who was the actor in it? Who would have been <laughs> Joseph Fine's the only one I remember. I know, but I don't know. I don't if he's think he's. I, I don't, don't know think, if he's Australian I don't know or not. If he's Australian. Not the most famous film he was in in '98 either. I. Do we think it's Elizabeth? Elizabeth. I mean. Well, I mean, whatever one, Queen Elizabeth or. Kate Either one. All right, we'll we'll lock in with Kate Blanchett. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, locking in with Kate Blanchett. So we're on to question three. Category is the big five. It's a bit of a long question, so hang in there. To finish out the game, we're heading to the Oscars. As you may know, the term the big five refers to the five most coveted Academy Awards, that being Best Picture, Best Director, Best Male Actor in a Leading Role, Best Female Actor in a Leading Role, and Best Screenplay. Four films released in the 90s received nominations in all five of these categories. One 90s film won the big five. That was The Silence of the Lambs. Can you name any one of the three other films released in the 90s that received nominations in all five of the big five categories? And just a warning, I don't know how much you each wagered here, but be careful not to get sunk on this final question. I just want to say that was cruel because as soon as you started reading that question, I was like, I know this. And then, <laughs> nope, never mind. No, was, well done. Well that done. was my, that was my evil plan. That's yeah. beautiful. I love it. Leo was not nominated. So just so you know. <laughs> Quick clarifying question. Sure. Was the moot, did the, is the Academy Awards in the nineties or did the movie, was the movie released in the nineties? The movies were released in the nineties. Okay. Thank you. All right. We'll go ahead and lock in. Okay, great. Chris and Leah, you can talk it out. Oh, my Lord. So when you said Big Five, my head went to, okay, we're looking at the Best Picture nominees from 1995. That's right where my head went to. And it's like, no, we're uh, not. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be that one that no one ever thinks about. Um, but we're not there. So we're, we're, we've gone through a, like a, a, just a crap ton of movies, but we can't find one that we feel uber confident in having all of them. So... The big one, Leah. What ones have we talked about? We've talked about. We're missing a lot of females, so yeah. we were like Philadelphia, not a female. Goodwill Hunting, maybe Minnie Driver was nominated, but we think more she was more supporting. Yeah, we also don't. Have Matt, we, I don't know if Matt Damon would have been nominated for Best Actor. Uh, Forrest Gump. We don't believe that uh, Robin Wright would have been nominated for that. Um, American Beauty, not a female. I mean, no. Um, Who else did we say? With Schindler's List doesn't have a female on there. Yeah, the females are really tripping us up here. So really, we should just focus on what females were nominated for stuff in, in the 90s. Um, oh, Lord. Um, we have one guest that we feel pretty good about. We, we feel okay about guessing the English Wait, there's three that we're trying to name, and we can't even come up with one. This is what's really sad. Yeah, well, we yes. We only have to name one, right? We only have to name yes, one. Yes, no, you only have to name one. <laughs> There's three <laughs> options. She, what she said just gave me a heart attack. I'm like, oh gosh, we only locked in with one. <laughs> when, was the, when was the constant gardener? I don't know what that is. Okay, then it's probably not that. Then that what might was, be what was um, the one that Robert Downey Jr. got an award for? Where he was. Oh, no, because he that one. I, that's that's um, one. Okay. 
I'm looking at your pop figurines on the wall and I'm trying to see if any of them are acting in the 90s. And I was like, oh. Uh, um, um, We were just talking about it. Shakespeare in Love? Would that have been one? Because we got Gwyneth, we got... Joe Fines, we got. Well, Joe, I can't imagine a world living living in a world where Joe Fines got a Best Actor nom, but he's not great. He's terrible. But um, it seems like one that would probably have a screenplay. Yeah, and it did win, right? Because wasn't that like an upsetting year? Because people were really pissed that it won versus something else. Yeah. So the question there is, did Joe Fines get a nom? Do we feel better about that? Do we feel better about English Patient? Mm. I am Groot. <laughs> um. I'm literally just looking at Marvel Marvel actors right now. That's I got to Gwyneth, and that's what made me think of Shakespeare in Love. Um, I don't know. Cause then she also clarified that they came out in the 90s. Yeah. Didn't win it in the 90s. So that makes me think. Because otherwise she would have said both. Or maybe not. Maybe she wouldn't have said both. No, like there could have been a movie that came out in 1999 that would have been not. But I feel like Shakespeare in Love was like a 90, like at least a 98, 99. I don't know. Yeah. Like the one that comes to mind. English Patient, you knew it was like 95, right? The one that comes to mind for me is like Gladiator. But I feel like Gladiator was released in 2000 and then. One in 21. It would have won in 2001. Yeah, I think you're right too. Um, I don't know. And we're up against the Oscar couple who knows yeah, like who, who every, yet, every oscar movie and nomination of all time and yet can't really re, can't religiously beat me in oscar picks it's amazing yeah but they can retain knowledge of past oscars um <laughs> and past losses so what um, do you want to do shakespeare in love or english patient i think those are our best guesses so we just have to pick one of those two which one do you feel better about i don't know i've never seen the english patient i know nothing about it <laughs> it's so yeah. It's so slow. But, but it's just But slow that's the kind stupid. of the slow stuff is what screenplays usually get nominated for, right? Cuz it's like Yeah. Probably ba- adapted screenplay based on like a boring book. I'm I'm good with either one of those. So pick one and I'll, I'll go with it. I'd rather go with the English patient. All right, we'll lock in with the English patient. Okay. So you're all locked in. We'll go back up to question 1. We'll go through and I will get your answers and your wages. So question one was, name that actor. This actor had a supporting role in the classic 90s film Pretty Woman, yada, yada, yada. The world knows him better for his role in an iconic, in an iconic 90s sitcom. Name that actor. Leah and Chris, you said earlier that you locked in with? Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. And your wager? I don't know. Chris has our paper. Uh, 23. 23. And Nikki and Mike, what did you lock in for that one? Well, it was very difficult not to go with the opposite of our instinct on this one, but we did ultimately lock in with Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. And your wager? We wagered 15 on that one. 15. Okay. Question number two, Aussies on film. The historic, this historical drama was filmed in 1998, set in the 1500s, and starred two Aussie actors, a female in the lead role, male in a supporting role. You just needed to give me one of the three, the film – or either of those actors, uh, Nikki and Mike, you locked in with? We we, we were very uh, iffy on this one, but we thought this might be the film Elizabeth. Uh, we lock, we ended up locking in, though, with Kate Blanchett, uh, who was the lead actress in that. Okay, and your wager was? Uh, 15 on that one as well. 15. Okay, uh, Leah and Chris? I don't think I ever seen my wife have a bigger girl crush than when we came out of the movie Ocean's 8 and Kate Planchett was riding a motorcycle. <laughs> she was cool. <laughs> I want to be just like her. 
Uh, yeah, but honestly, did not know Kate Blanchett was Australian. I thought she was British. Uh, we've went with an Australian actress that we know is Australian, has done period movies before. We went with uh, Nicole Kidman. Okay, and your wager? Zero. Zero. Okay, and the final question, I won't go through it all again, but ultimately you needed to give me one of the three films released in the 90s that received nominations in all five of the big five categories but didn't win the big five ultimately. Uh, Leah and Chris, what did you put for that one? We super struggled with this one, but we landed on the English patient. English patient. And Nikki and Mike. Oh, sorry, what was your wager, Leah and Chris? No, we did the other half of our points, 23. 23. Okay. And Nikki and Mike. Yeah, we, we hemmed on hard on this one a little bit, but we ultimately went with American Beauty. Yeah, we, we talked about the English I think patient. And Benning was nominated for actress. Yeah, we, we, we talked about the English patient, but I don't think Ray Fiennes was nominated. Uh, I know Annette Benning was nominated because I lost an Oscar pool because I picked her and my opponent picked Hillary Swank. Oh, there's a theme here, Mike. You losing Oscar pools. I love it. Yes, there yes, there is there is that theme. And I think Sam Mendes was nominated, but yep. uh, we we also discussed as good as it gets, but we weren't as we weren't sure about director on that one or screenplay, honestly. So well, as good um, as it gets would have been our, would have been, if we had thought of that, yeah, that would have been our guess. Anyway, ultimately we locked in with American Beauty. Okay, and your wager? We wagered ten on that one. Ten on that one. Okay, so let's go back through and find out the answers. The answer to question one: Yada yada yada. Da 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 da. The answer is Jason Alexander. Both of you got yeah, correct. We got at least one right. Good pull, Leah. Leah and Chris picking up twenty-three points, and Nikki and Mike picking up fifteen. Okay, question number two: Aussies on film. Hearing you guys work that through, Nikki and Mike was was a fun little ride, <laughs> and 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 you did land where you needed to land. Elizabeth was the film. Kate Blanchett was the female actor in the leading role and the Aussie male actor in the supporting role was actually Jeffrey Rush. Oh, Jeff- um, oh Jeffrey Rush I was in that I, one too. I'm pretty sure okay. he was Australian, but I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember. I knew he was Australian. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah and, and that, to be clear, that was all Nikki. <laughs> I've even seen that movie, but I, I just forget about it all I'm the like, time. I think Kate Blanchett's Australian. I, I, I guess we, I, we do think that she's British. But well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was getting really nervous, Nikki, when you were saying, Queen Elizabeth. Should we go with Queen Elizabeth? I'm thinking, oh, please don't say Queen Elizabeth. Oh, no, no, no. We, we would never have locked in with Queen Elizabeth if yeah. we locked oh, in with yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was great wagering on on your part, though, Leah and Chris. You didn't lose anything on that one. Um, Nikki and Mike picking up 15 points. So that brought us to our final question. I was worried that that Titanic might be a, a – nope. um, Detour. Leo, so Leo I did add that little "Don't get sunk." I remember Leo. Nah, got, he wasn't. Leo got snubbed. Snubs. Snubbed. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. True. <laughs> okay. But but there were three options. One of the the ones that was nominated for all five, which didn't get a mention in in your discussions, as far as I heard, was "The Remains of the Day." Um, oh, great, great oh, movie! Great I've totally yeah. that's yeah, great movie, great book. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Leah and Chris, you made a good decision not to go with Shakespeare in Love because Joseph Fiennes didn't get the nomination. So it was close, but not quite. 
The two remaining ones that did were The English Patient and American Beauty. So it's all around on that final question. So Ray, Ray Fiennes did get nominated. I was way off. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay, so. That's so funny that there were only really two and we each got one. I love it. So what, so that was on. great. What, as good as it gets, didn't get nominated for what? What did it miss? Director, probably. Probably director. Or screenplay, maybe. I don't know. Could be the one. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I didn't look at that one. <laughs> That's fine. Off the top of my head, I would have thought that wasn't in the 90s, but I'm obviously a bit out of no, whack with that. If it was. Ah, okay. Director okay. Brooks, Brooks did get nominated for screenplay, did not get nominated for director. That that's what I thought. I did not think he got nominated for director. That's okay, why. Okay, but was... he got nominated for screenplay, but not director. So he got nominated right. for one of them. Okay. Right. Anyway, I, said, I just knew that they both won actor and actress won. Right. And it won movie, so it won right. like three of the big awards. Well, it didn't win movie. It won actor and actress. No, that's yeah, right. It didn't sorry, win you're best right. Picture. Not, I'm sorry. It did not win picture. Titanic won. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. It did not yeah. win picture. It won actor and actress. Okay, so at the end of a great game and of what has turned out to be an extremely close game. Leah and Chris have ended with a total of 92 points and just sneaking ahead, Nikki and Mike have finished on a total of 93. So well done to all of you. Oh. What a wonderful game. I had, I had so much fun. The, 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 all the questions were extremely well written. That, that wager round was brutal, oh. but fair. <laughs> it was brutal. But we, between the two of us, we got one question wrong in the wager. That's insane. I, yeah, but they were, they were solid. I mean, very good game. Very, very good, good game. Question. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And and one question wrong, but no points lost yeah. with that really clever wagering. Right, so, absolutely. Yeah, very well done. All right. Well, everyone, that's been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. We honestly, we hope you enjoyed the show. If you do like the content that we bring you on a regular basis here, uh, hop on over to patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b that's your exclusive home for all of our bonus content new content drops throughout the month not just for the pub trivia experience but our sister podcast boozy bracketology if you like what we're doing here as well the lounge fans of pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology on facebook or hop on our discord p-t-e-b-b.com slash discord you know what instead of listening to me read the show notes it's all there Natalie, thank you for hosting a really dope game. That was amazing. Absolutely. That was fun. Uh, my pleasure. It was great fun. Thanks so much for, for having me on and giving me the opportunity to do it. Open invite. Whenever you want to come back, you're, you're wel- more than welcome here. Uh, thank you. That was great. But for the Pub Trivia Experience, ladies and gentlemen, I have been Chris. I've been Leah. Nikki. I've been Mike. And I'm Natalie. And we'll see you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>